0: hey i'm your host wes and i'm your host scott come on in and grab a seat
1: because you're hanging with us at the barbershop
2: yeah
1: so welcome to episode five Oh
0: my God, we've done it. <laughs> Very nice, eh? Pittering
1: and Pattern, getting her done. Yes. Big, big thanks to uh, Andy for the editing. We were talking the other day, it's uh, a little more time consuming than I thought it was. So we'll have to get our turn on the edit board and yes. uh, see how that goes.
0: You really don't have an appreciation for it until you've know you you've asked your friend who's a 100% volunteer to come on board as a producer and, and he... He, you know, without even batting an eye, yep, I'd love to do it. Yeah. And we're like, great. And then, you know, three weeks later, so just want to check in with you. And uh, hey, how are you feeling about taking on all that editing uh, duties? Oh, fine. It's all good. So uh, about how long has it taken you to uh, edit uh, uh, an episode? He's like, well, you know, the two-hour session we did uh, last week, I've got about 10 hours into it.
1: <laughs> I and nearly like pushed my jaw up off the ground. Yeah, you I like, both. I was like, oh my God. And I mean- there definitely was some recording difficulties and a little bit of background noise in that one yeah. so there's a little more work but then he's like oh yeah you know on on the regular episodes i'm probably like in for 3 hours and i'm like oh my oh my oh my yeah but so. you know what he's he's crushing it the episodes sound really good and we're excited to Soon be uploading. So So, Andy, you're not
0: here tonight physically, but I know you're here in spirit. And sir, you keep making us sound like angels.
1: Uh, Great job. So you (laughs) had an adventure today. I had a girl's day. You hung out with the girls, did a little road trip to Brooklyn.
0: Uh, Baltimore.
1: Baltimore. Uh,
0: Baltimore, Ontario, just uh, outside of Coburg, where uh, we went and took part in a warehouse Spa uh, Supply Company?
1: Yes, something to that extent. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just was there to hold the boxes.
1: <laughs> nice. And you <laughs> held them well? I did. Yeah? I did. Good, good, good. Well, that is exciting stuff. And you went for lunch?
0: Well, I wouldn't call it lunch, because by the time we rolled out of there and realized that anything local was closed, we meandered our way back up to the Peter Patch. and uh, Thanks found for our... the
1: visit, by the way.
0: So <laughs> that was actually on the table, but...
1: <laughs> My wife said fuck that
0: guy i don't want to throw yeah. her under the bus but we were already past the turn off to get we'd had to turn around to go back i'm yeah. sure she would have yeah <laughs> but now i was like no i'm gonna see enough of him tonight
1: oh there you go and mm-hmm. here i am with you that's right the bromance continues yeah buddy nice so uh tonight we've brought uh an acquaintance a friend um that uh over the years uh i'm sure you've seen him in bob cajun i'm sure you've seen him at the tim horton's uh <laughs> watching a video. Dave, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Good, that's excellent. I, th- I think wait, that's... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. There,
0: are, there are a select few people that come into Tim Hortons with their laptop and sit in the corner. Are you telling me that Dave is one of them?
1: Uh, Dave is the one. Oh, my. Okay. The, well, he's the only Dave that <laughs> matters to me. It, it's... Actually, it's
3: King Dave. King Dave. (laughs) That's what I said. I was joking with him. I said, I said
1: uh, to the girls I was having you on, and they're all like, who? And he's like, oh, you have to say King Dave.
0: King Dave, poacher of Uh, (laughs) Wi-Fi.
1: And that's, I mean, I've come to, um, since we've talked about the podcast, and Dave has been one of our vocal supporters and likers and button smashers. Well, I'm telling you,
0: I went from not knowing who he was to seeing his name everywhere. So on that, sir, (laughs) I thank you you. very much. Um,
1: That's uh, awesome. Since we've gotten talking about go. this, I figured out what time Dave wakes up because occasionally I'm getting uh, a message from him, probably <laughs> when he's, you know, got up, brushed his teeth and then sure. bam, Scott's getting a, like a 645 uh, right. message. And I'm like, Oh, Dave's up. And Michelle's like, is that okay? Is everything right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just Dave.
3: <laughs> yeah. Why is Dave texting me at 645 <laughs> yeah. in the morning? Why is he thinking about me at yeah. that time?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that is, uh, obviously when your day gets going. Yeah. Um. You're up. You're moving, and then usually I would say by about uh, seven thirty, because that's when I'm leaving town. You're settling in. Um. Your old schedule, obviously pre-COVID. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You were settling in for your coffee and uh, your snack or your breakfast and uh, absorbing some free Wi-Fi. At exactly. Timmy's.
3: Yeah. This COVID thing threw my schedule off completely. I can't do that anymore. So.
1: Right
0: now, it's hit. I mean, but it's hit everybody. Right, look at what we're doing here. If we didn't, I hate to say it, but I mean, as far as this goes, COVID's been a bit of a blessing because now we've got this pretty snazzy space. Space. Yeah, Yeah. mood lighting. Yeah, sweet. (laughs) There
1: there is that. Now you've also been an early adopter of the ordering online as well at Tim's. Absolutely, and you just butt in front of everybody, walk over there, and pick up your stuff. Yeah,
3: like this summer. I didn't ever wait lines at the door, but I just walked out. The looks on people's faces he just walked right up there and just got his stuff. What's going on?
1: And you, like, you, you like their uh, their online presence? I yeah, guess it was it, it was atrocious at first. It would
3: like send would my order to Lindsay. Yeah. It would you know not put the order through, but now it's good, and I get a lot of free coffees. So right, that's, you know what? Really so do matters. you
1: double? Do you get more points when you do it? online versus when I go up and just have my usually, scan my usually. Card.
3: They have promotions to get because they're trying to get people to do it, right? So right now it's double points if you order more. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, right. Yeah. So
0: So w- when Kim and I uh were using and we were using it last winter quite a bit because we we would both be down here doing a lot of stuff and uh when we went, we found that quite often you'd put in an online order and we would order stuff like, you know, sandwiches and soups and all that stuff. And you'd get there and find out, no, no, we don't actually have the thing you wanted. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then you're like, well, what do I do? (laughs) Like what we can offer you something else. And I know from the, the other side of the counter, that was a big concern with the staff that they were having real trouble with that. So I don't know if that's changed at all. I know certainly living here in Bob Cajun that, you know, we're, there's only so much that they'll do in the off season for yeah. the, the limited population,
1: right?
3: Yeah, you got to order the stuff that you know they're going to have. Otherwise, it's hit and miss. But
0: coffee and yeah. donuts.
3: I can't complain. It's good.
1: Right. It's good. Yeah. Well, that's it. awesome. Now, here, I guess we, our kind of relationship started a lot of years ago, and our kids have played hockey yeah. pretty consistently, yeah. maybe a couple uh, leapfrog years. But other yeah. than that, I, I, I would say I probably met you at the arena.
3: Yeah. Arena, friends for sure. Winter, see you twice a week. Yeah, Summer, yeah, yeah. see you never. Yeah, exactly. Except at Tim's. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: And I feel like, right, it slows me down. I got to have a little visit and uh, see what's new because I haven't seen you since the ice got pulled out, right? So yeah, exactly. this has been a little different year. Are you just doing the, the drop off and run?
3: Yeah, and trying to... Uh, Come prepared with some stuff to do because I don't want to drive home and then drive back. Right. So. Yes, because yeah. our
1: ice is only in Finland. Yeah. So, so no Bob Cage in ice. No. Maybe no. never again. I hear. Yeah. I don't know,
3: but
0: what really?
1: It's a Possibility. Mm. But I don't know. You'd think
0: that's going to be a tough sell for the community.
1: Yeah. It could just be. I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. But at yeah. the end of the day, the uh, agricultural society owns the building.
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so that, that makes a little more... I think the city just maintains
3: it and runs it. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I didn't realize that.
3: Yeah, they own that whole, the fairgrounds and all the buildings.
0: Sure, sure. So, right. so do they own the trailer park that's in there as yep. well? Oh,
1: they do. Okay, yeah. good to know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so don't let them ever tell now, you. Now that
3: trailer park, it's different now, but... When we were kids, we weren't allowed to hang out with any of the kids from that trailer park. Right? they were like, oh, the, yeah. They were from Toronto. Rough kids. And, you know, who knows what they were doing. So I think stay Dave away was from the, them. Dave was the rough <laughs> yeah. kid. Well, but of course, that just made me want to yeah. go and hang out with them more. Yeah, I was like, yeah.
1: ooh. What, what are you doing over there?
3: <laughs> I am mean, uh, Sorry. And I digress, but. <laughs> oh, no, that's, what no. we're, that's what we're about here. Scotty
0: and I, growing up, you know, 15 minutes down the road in Fenland Falls, I, I don't know about you, Scott, but I know, like, between the ages of say, 13 and 15, or maybe 12, 12 to 15, there were certain kids that you could count on that were going to be up every summer, and and you couldn't wait to see your summer friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. The new summer girls would right. be there. No names, no backdrop. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no names, but that was always interesting. No, yeah, Some of I the agree. most interesting people, absolutely. I have to tell you, but talking about girls from Toronto in the summer. Yeah. This is quick, but this is a good one. We're out partying somewhere, and there's all kinds of people around that we don't know. And we decide we're going to go somewhere. And uh, this chick from Toronto that I had seen in the house earlier, she jumps in the car with us. I don't even know where we're going. doesn't matter. And, you know, this was a long time ago when it was, you know, you jump in the car with your beer, and we get pulled over by the cops. And this chick, without a hesitation, she's got this gigantic purse. She opens it sure. up, and she's like, put all your beers in my purse. And I'm like, are you oh, serious? Wow. And she's like, yeah. So we put all our bottles of beer in her purse on the side. Like, they're <laughs> emptying yes. in her purse. And the cop comes, and it's like, no beer here. And he's put flashing his flashlight, nope. All right, well, on your way then, but go straight home. Yeah, yeah. Man, that chick was the coolest <laughs> ever. She just like drained, you know, yeah. out kind of without the contents, leaving, and and then I never saw her again. Wow. There you go. But she was you, like the cool chick from you, Toronto. You've got a
1: story to tell. Yeah, exactly. When it's all said and done. I mean, who does that?
0: Well beer fairy. <sighs> yeah. Thank you wherever
1: you are. Yes. Yeah, yeah she was amazing. Now here I I was joking with Michelle the other day, and I know you do sort of a more technical job, Dave, but I actually don't know what you do. When you, when you <laughs> grew up, you know, it's not like you're a plumber or you work retail. You kind of like, uh, you're a work from home. You're an internet guy, are you not? Yeah. Well, now I am, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
3: sell, uh, basically, right now, I sell pet supplies online. Cool. Yeah. Because, you know, Pets. People buy a lot of pets. They stuff. Are, well, they're an essential service. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and that never stopped. Yeah.
0: So, are you a drop shipper or do you carry an inventory? No, we
3: carry we carry a small inventory. We have uh, five SKUs only. Okay. We sell mostly right now flea and tick products that oh, are wow. made with natural ingredients. So we sell to a particular segment of the population who's interested in that. Right. And uh, no. yeah, we carry, we,
0: we might have to talk about. It. We might have yeah. to talk about that offline.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always funny, right? Because it's like, I know you're busy. Yeah, what and, do you do? Oh, right? And it's just, in this day and age, you can have that ability to not have a bricks and mortar job yeah. and yeah. kind of do an eclectic sort of I log in, I log out, I check and I hit some buttons and I make sure I check uh, reviews and that the orders are filled. And right, it's cool. And I mean, right, we live in Bob Cajun, which I mean, ideally, if you're not in the tourist section or you're working a retail job here, you're commuting somewhere to work. So it's kind of cool that you can have that ability and still be in Bob Cajun.
3: Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's totally amazing. I don't have to go anywhere most of the time. Like, I don't even have to drive to the city or anything. You know, I used to have to do that when I did some consulting work. Now I can just be at home on the water and just, it's awesome.
1: Annoying your wife 24 <laughs> yeah. 7.
0: I'm just fixated on yeah. the idea that you only have five SKUs because I would kill to have only
3: five. <laughs> oh my uh. God. Yeah, but there's a lot of pressure to sell a lot of those sure, five sure. skus. <laughs> but I'm thinking you, you sell
0: five things, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's it's bulk, it's volume based. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it would have to be, I suppose. I mean, if you're selling direct to consumer,
2: so yeah,
1: I'm a I'm a bad pet owner. Why? I, uh, well, because I go to the veterinary and she tells me I should be taking care of flea and tick. And I buy it for X amount of time. I never do the... Uh, the
0: topical the, treatment? or are you... Yeah, the little drop yeah, behind yeah. their head. Sure. Right.
1: And yeah. right, I kind of take care of that. I think I've done the snacky thing, too. I've done the little pill that they're yeah. supposed to eat, and I struggled with that. And then I did the topical one. It's a struggle, is it? Yeah. Well, our dogs are assholes. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I've got one that probably would eat anything, and the other one has gotten to the point where he's like, he knows. It doesn't matter if I wrap right. it in bacon yeah. or right. peanut butter. He Somehow it's... Right? <laughs> yep. And boop, out it falls. Yeah. So, and then, right, I I did the topical thing, and you do it for a while, and you run out, and you're like, oh, that's another trip to the vet. And as I say, you probably can do it where it's auto-fill, right? That I order it, and I get X amount, and then yep. I've got another. Everybody seems to do You can do that with everything, right? It's like you can do that with razors now. You can do that with toothbrushes. You can do it with almost anything, right? And they know your habits, and they- I think when you go
0: to your veterinarian though, know, there's a pressure for them to sell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know? Whereas like at least in a in a direct sales capacity, I mean people are coming. People, they want it or they don't.
3: Yeah. 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 With the vets and the drugs that they sell there are often the same. It's one of the markets we're looking to get into. It's often the exact same as the human version, but they cost yeah. ten times yeah, yeah. what humans would pay for it, right? right.
0: I've told my wife that a, a bunch of times, like working I worked in healthcare for a little over a decade, right? And uh, I knew that a lot of the medications, like you know, human Benadryl is dog Benadryl, and that's right. And uh, you know, human Gravol is dog Gravol, <laughs> right? So it's like, yeah. hey, because when you work in healthcare, it's all by weight, and it's like, well, how much does the dog weigh? And then you start doing the that's drug right. calculations. It's so, what are you doing? I'm giving the dog Gravol. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, and if you know what the dose like, that's all it is—getting the dose right. Once, that's right. If you know what the dose is, it's all good. So yeah. there's a big market there potentially to fulfill, but there's lots of regulatory crap in the way.
1: Right. Well, people love their their animals. I mean, I oh, mean, yeah. you can get healthcare for your. You can animal. buy pet insurance, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Oh yeah,
0: that's a big business too.
1: Oh, indeed, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's funny too because right, everybody's a different sort of pet. Do you, Are you even a pet owner, Dave?
3: I have a cat. A
1: cat. Which I
3: like thought I would never have a cat. But we're a little challenged because my wife has uh, fairly severe allergies to a lot of animals and most dogs are really bad. But we never really knew whether she was that allergic to cats. But Levi always wanted a cat or no, an a dog or a cat, anything. Something, right? And we sure. put it off and then we got this kitten and it turns out that She's not really that allergic to it. She's great. Like, I didn't think cats were as good as they are. Like, they take, they clean up after themselves, they bury their own excrement. It's like unbelievable. I I can't believe I'm talking about it, buddy.
1: I think, right, I think the only thing you ever, you know, if they're a hunter or they're an outside, they, they some cats enjoy bringing back, like, look what I killed for you. Right. You get mice or rats or birds yeah. or whatever. Oh, we got rabbits when we were kids. Right? Rabbits? Yeah. In That's our a na- big cat. Yeah, in our, na- <laughs> 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 in
0: our neighborhood, my family was notoriously known as the cat house because we had five oh, really? pretty much all the time, and they were all indoor-outdoor cats, and the two males- Uh, Were notorious for bringing stuff home, so like I'm not kidding when I think, oh wow, the cat brought home a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Of course, the
0: first time the first time I found out uh was when my mother was like, "Uh, Wes, I want you to go downstairs and go into the cold room and and go into the big freezer because there was a fridge and a a large chest freezer. Go in and get me uh, some kind of meat, and I'm like, okay, where is it? And she's like, it's in the white bag on the right hand side, not realizing that the rabbit that the cat had brought home. Had gone in there to be disposed of later, (laughs) and that's where I discovered.
1: Oh, look, Uh, cats are hunters. Oh dear! Wow, (laughs) right? They very much are, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: She hasn't gone outside yet, but she did catch a mouse
1: in the house, which I was happy. Right? It's like sweet. And you're like, right? Go home and tell all your mouse friends not to come to my house. Yeah, go to Scott's house. There's a cat there. That cat's just earned its keep forever. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, we discussed that. That uh, I think at this table, there's cat lovers there. When we had we had the girls on a couple episodes ago, and we discussed dog or cat. Right. And I love my wife enough. I said I would go on Benadryl for the rest of my life if she wished to have a cat. But. She's kind enough to not take me up on that offer. So, so you're
3: not allergic to dogs, but you're no. allergic to cats. I'd
1: have slit for eyes. Wow. and I would be. Isn't that weird? Snotty and yeah, yeah I'd be yeah. dying. And it would just be like.
2: Okay. I think
0: you're a rarity. You know, like a lot of people have those sensitivities. It's like it's never like cat or dog. It's like the generic yeah. pet dander, right? You know, like, no, I do pretty huh. good with the dogs. I'm
1: yeah. also allergic to cleaning yeah i like to say i don't do very well with dust sure sure. Uh, so every time oh, i try like right story, eh? i go to the garage and i like sweep up all the garage stuff uh-huh. or i go to the basement and i'm like <laughs> i am done for the day i'm all stuffy <laughs> and uh michelle always like does try, she buy that man the proof is in the pudding i look like a sack oh, of do you? Yeah. all yeah. right but i mean i think she still thinks like what did you do? Like, do you pick it up and like rub it into your, in your eyes, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> just so you can get out? <laughs> but, yeah. I sprayed myself with bear spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, get out of it. I do okay. I do all right. all right. Oh.
0: Have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sawcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. When your show is ready, Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say?
1: So the other thing we were talking um uh, on one of our many uh Tim Hortons morning conversations, Dave. I think this is where a lot of our conversations are gonna go tonight. <laughs> we were talking about that you were maybe brewing some uh triple X closet wine. <laughs> so was that was that a failed experiment? Or no, was that, no. that was a No, that was
3: that was a surprisingly good outcome for that experiment. There's this crazy comedian called Catfish Cooley, I think. Catfish Cooley. I and know Catfish. Do you know Cooley. Co- yes, Cooley? yeah, I do. yeah. He's pretty funny. He is funny, and uh, he makes a lot of videos. And somebody sent me James, I think, sent me this a bunch of videos by him. And one of them was closet wine.
0: Closet wine. And he shows you know
3: how you make it. And I'm thinking it's all just a big joke, right? But I'm watching him, and he's got the big thing of grape juice, like which is like three bucks or two bucks, and he drinks some out of it and dumps in a half a cup of sugar and puts some yeast in, and then he puts it in his closet. What, you can ask me later, why the closet? And I'm thinking, that could work. So that day, I went and got my grape juice, and I did it all. And it turned out to be like drinkable wine. And I, well, I won't say where I took it, but I took it and shared it around with a few people.
1: And not for profit, right? No, not for profit. So, no, right? Exactly. So I, t- I think that's totally. So legal. it's allowed, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: And uh, well, a few people really liked it. Jerry loved it, <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, how do you make it? I tell me how to get the ingredients. I gotta make that at home." But uh, you know, it was it was totally drinkable. Let's just say that the whole batch was completely drank by was other gone. people. Yeah. Well,
1: very good. Did you ever figure out what your alcohol content was? No, you know, I tried to buy something. drank a lot of wine. Cheap, expensive. <laughs> what I'm about to show you tastes just as good as any wine ever out there. So, good old play. catfish. Right? See, that is it. You wondering why I call it closet wine. Well, closet this wine. This is where oh. I store it, so it can ferment in my closet. And it's so easy that you can truly make it in the closet. What you do is,
2: oh my gosh,
1: pour you about a cup for a glass. Get your glass. Pour you about a glass full. Oh bed, my God. And the banjo in the, the background. background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, got to have a little sip. Taste the, yeah, taste yeah. the grape
1: juice. Yeah, taste oh the grape juice gosh. first. Because you
3: got to make room to put in the half cup of sugar, right? Right. You got to take some of the volume so, yeah. out.
1: So it ferments in the closet.
3: Yeah. In the and, dark. Yep, yeah, that's right. And it, you know, it's unlike, you have to just set the lid on the top. Otherwise, it'll blow. So yes. you've got to put it somewhere where it's not going to get disturbed.
1: The top shelf sure, in the sure. closet. Right. That's the perfect place. I would I think my closet would not function like that. We we check a lot of stuff in our closet.
0: So I mean I that that video is not a very long. It's like a 6 minute video, but like fermentation process. How long are we talking here?
3: I think uh 2 weeks. I think I left it for 2 weeks.
0: So did you actually did you
3: try it? yeah yeah it would, it, you know what it was like a good cheap wine okay is what it tastes like like it's not the best wine i've ever had it right. was like good enough to bo- put in a box if you drink wine out of a box <laughs> like you know Ugh. before they start putting good now they kind of put a few good right. wines <laughs> in box that's but true. back in the day if you were drinking wine out of a box it was
1: basically closet wine right. wow. there you go
0: good to know Good to know. Yeah.
1: Huh. So yeah, so you did that experiment. It worked, and then other people have asked you for your advice, and they're doing whatever they're doing. I'm pretty sure doing.
3: Jerry's drinking a lot of closet wine right. because he was pretty excited about it. He loved it. He drank half the bottle, I think. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was,
0: I was, I was talking to my wife, and and uh, she's like, "So what do you what are you guys doing tonight?" And I said, "Well, Scott's bringing a friend, uh, Dave." And she's like, okay, well, what's, what's Dave's story? I'm like, well, there's something about closet wine. And she's like, are you sure you're not talking prison wine?
2: that's know, made in a toilet, right?
1: Wine. Like, I would tell you in <laughs> no. talking to people, I had three or four people be like, the stuff you brew in a toilet? Yeah, And I'm like, no. <laughs> she says, well, that sounds like what you're doing. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's... that's a different guest. That's yeah. not, I'm yeah, not making that. toilet wine. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it might follow the same uh, basic rules, it, it, right? It might.
3: They just don't have a container other than the toilet to brew it All in. Right. Oh, my Lord. Whoop.
1: But, uh... <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: yeah, living in Gen Pop and don't pee in
1: my toilet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm brewing I'm wine brewing. in there. Too Ugh. bad, motherfucker, I gotta go.
3: <laughs> yeah. You ruined my last batch of wine. You got
0: something else now, son? Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>. that's
3: terrible.
0: <laughs> uh, quick side note, if you enjoy Catfish Cooley, you must look at Ginger Billy.
3: Ginger Billy.
0: Ginger Billy. Okay. Yeah. Ginger Billy is a good, funny guy. Cool. Cool.
3: Yeah.
1: Follows the same uh, banjo in the background kind of.
0: Very much so. Yeah. Does does some real good down home Southern, you know, hospitality videos that are just to die for. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: So just to, to let you know, this is actually a good question for both of you because I am not a storage unit kind of guy. Oh, hit me with it. I got a couple. And uh, because it's a small town and they've, Drives a vehicle that uh, I can recognize, and I was driving away from my domicile one day, and I saw Dave running from the uh, storage unit with a couple of lawn chairs. Was so, I running? Was oh, I making a be, getaway? You seem to be in a rush, <laughs> oh, yeah, and okay, obviously okay. Dave does not store his lawn chairs at home, or not all of them. No. So is this a lack of storage space, gentlemen? Because I know, Wes, you use storage units. Storage, yeah. But well, you've got, yeah. So you've got, you We're a little
0: bit of a different, yeah. So when I moved back to Bob Cajun and I got together with my now wife, she was paying for a storage unit that I just could not fathom why she was paying for, mind you. She never let me see what was in it for <laughs> right. for the first couple of years of our relationship. <laughs> that's her shit. Well, that's smart. Right. That's yeah. smart. But it's like, you've got a garage. So I moved into my wife's house. Yeah. Um, when I sold my house and moved back to the area. So I'm like, you've got a full garage. Why are you paying for a storage unit? She's like, well, you know, there's some of my mom's stuff and there's some of the kids stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why are these people deceased? No, no, okay so why aren't they coming to get their stuff well they just <laughs> they just kind of left it and i just haven't gotten around to doing anything with it so it got to the point where it was like okay we're gonna deal with this and we actually <laughs>
1: we got rid of the storage unit wow
0: and we were storage unit free for how long uh five years there you go until this year and now you have a storage unit. Now you're yeah. back. well so we pay for one but we have access to do
2: there you go <laughs> yeah.
1: so right it's ju- it's just space and it's big stuff and uh, right you've got some unique situations where you've gotten some extra furniture and things like that so but i sure. mean it would never fit in your household
0: no, there's a plan, though. Like, Ideally, I would like to get rid of the one that we're paying for, but that requires, as you know, going through the balance of my mother's estate to make right. sure that that's all dealt with properly. I could be,
1: I could be there that day with the purge siren. And well, just, there's part of me that's
0: like, <laughs> advertise it as a yard sale, roll the door up, and yeah. just collect yeah. the money, right? Yeah, yeah that's
1: a good idea. But, you know what you should do? Yeah. Advertise it as um, get a pair of bolt cutters. Yeah. And be like, we don't know what's in this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, do yeah, an that's auction. Right. That's how right. your own lock off. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's oh, all or nothing. I could like hide in the background, <laughs> and be like, yep, yeah. yep, yep, Ditter and up. I'll will drive the bid up. <laughs> and if I if I accidentally win it, we'll just do it again the next Store weekend because I don't want Cajun. you. That's I don't perfect. want your stuff. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> maybe we, maybe we can auction mine off too. So Dave, so back I don't to ha- you.
3: I don't have a garage. Okay, right. So and I have a shed, but that's like my kind of workshop. Right. So I don't have a place to put all that stuff. So, and being on the water, we have a lot of summer crap, and it just goes in the storage unit. So I just hadn't gotten those <laughs> those chairs out. Yes, yet. and all of a sudden it was like, we need the chairs. Don't so that's lo- probably why I was running.
1: Maybe don't you love living in a small town and people are in yeah, your no in yeah. your fucking oh what's Dave got in the yeah, storage yeah. unit? I'm like-
0: but it's funny because you know we did a, uh, our last episode. We had a young lady from Peterborough come in a uh, new photographer yeah and we were talking to her about you know sort of her business and we asked her about you know do you have studio space and she's like well I'm so new in the business that I don't have my own studio yet and the mention of a storage unit came up and it was like you know the people are doing with storage units these days like they're running businesses out of them it never occurred to me that that is actually a right. real thing but like like you said before Scott it's cheaper heat, than paying for a commercial heat and, property yeah. heat
1: and power yeah um, Guy I work with does some um, Marwood drums. Uh, yeah. Okay. Before he had his space on Rye Street, he yeah. was renting a heated powered unit, and sure. he was doing some manufacturing in it, right? And it wow. was working really well for him. Sure. Cool. But uh, yeah. And Would an
0: insurance company even cover you for that?
3: I don't know. I yeah. don't either. Well, in some case, depending on what you're doing, it can. And the reason I know this because I almost got into a deal with a guy that i know lives in the suburbs
0: i thought you were gonna say lives in the storage no
3: no but don't uh, kid yourself yeah no i'm not i went to visit him and one weekend and i was amazed by how all the men on the street were all like opened up their garage door and they're all hanging out in their garage door and then kind of some of them are making their way from garage to garage having a beer and were you in brampton no, I was in Mississauga. Okay. And that's very big in Brampton. Yeah. Well, so I'm like, dude, this is weird and really lame. Uh, he's like, well, yeah, but we can't drive anywhere because, like, then somebody has to be a designated driver. And so we talked about, he called me a little bit later about, hey, why don't we turn some storage units into like man caves and fit them out no really kick ass? And then guys can go to that, and you just need, like, one vehicle to, to bring get them or whatever. Or right? you could Uber. Yeah. Share an Uber. Exactly.
0: Oh, down there, you totally could. Yeah,
3: Because they, they can't make that, so they're just in their shitty garage. And uh, so we looked into it, and it looked like it could be pretty profitable, but we could not yeah. get any insurance no. if there was going to be consumption of alcohol. Even, oh, that makes sense. Even privately. For right? sure. Right,
2: for sure.
1: Yeah, so it makes fell sense. apart there, but. Yeah. As it, I say, I sort of I envy you both. I've been in my current home. I built my current home, and yeah. I have never parked my car in my garage.
0: <laughs> now so, I've I've been in your garage at a couple of different occasions. Yep. And depending on the season, there's a different pathway in and out every time.
1: Th- there is. We've <laughs> redone it. We've put uh, some COVID lockdown. Uh, we've uh, brought out some of our gym equipment. Yeah. And we've got currently a setup and um, hockey bags at the front of the garage. I don't know where I'm going to put the snowblower, <laughs> so we might get a redo here shortly, because um, it's getting cold out. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, usually the snowblower comes from the back shed to the garage for easy access. Yeah, because it's going to get used. Yeah. But uh, now with the, the, the rejig of the garage, uh, I may or may not have kind of stymied myself with my space for the snowblower. but. Hopefully I'll get it figured out. Maybe you need a storage yep. unit, man. Uh, and this is right. This is almost why I brought it up, right? Because then you know, now it's on air, and now I've talked about it. Oh, now it's real. Maybe it's yeah, real, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or I need do you to, or don't you? I need to purge more stuff. I got a lot of stuff. Yeah,
0: I hear you on that one, and actually, that's kind of worked out in my favor. This is horrible, horrible circumstances, but like, not only do we have. So I should say again, we got rid of the storage unit Yes, and we started using the garage and then it's like, well, you know, I started to, to do some landscaping at back, you know, with the intention of, I was going to put a shed out there and then there's no shed. And so one of the first projects my wife and I tackled, you know, jointly was, okay, we're going to put a shed in the backyard. But I mean, the, the ground that we live on is by no means level and there's a pretty steep grade. So we're like, we got to put it on a, at least on a platform. Right. And in my, you know, <laughs> infinite wisdom, pure sarcasm, by the way, um, <laughs> we build this thing out of just plain spruce and, you know, regular plywood. I've and, seen the results. Yeah, yeah. So ten, 10 by 14 steel shed on this platform. And it's like, oh, look at that. One year later, not even a year, uh, the following uh, spring, you know, just poor construction and the frame gave out. So now I've got the contents of this shed which is a lot of personal stuff from the kids right so there's the kids right. like baby clothing and yeah. like real sentimental stuff Kim's overflow for the hair salon which included like two commercial dryer chairs and a bunch of other stuff Right. Well 50% of the contents of that shed just went to the dump in the last oh, month man. because of the you know, the conditions of the shed, right. right? And and us struggling with what do we do? How do we repair this? Do we attempt to salvage it?
1: Sometimes it's good, like, right? As you say, like, you keep it and it means something to you, but yeah. as soon as it's sort of damp or moldy, yeah. it's like, okay. The decision is made for yeah. you. Yeah, and it, it, it helps you go. And I mean, right? Yep. It can be sad, but I mean, right? It's still memories and you still got them and, you know, you move on. There so, is
0: that. And I know, like, on some level, I know that there's a mask there for her where she's like, she's putting on the front where it's like, well, I needed to get rid of it anyway. And while there's some truth to that, it doesn't take away the the pain that went
2: with it. Right. No, so, but yeah. right. you Right. It's but we have good. a plan. So yeah.
1: And you move forward and you know,
2: yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: like everything. I hate getting rid of my stuff too, but then you look at it and you're like, I can't even remember. Here's a great story. Yeah, so yeah. Well, my parents <laughs> sold their house in Fenland. Uh, we the owned, one on Francis street. Uh, nope. The one down on near Cove road. Okay. So, uh, Post kids. Oh, yeah. I never lived in that house. Okay. Um, So, and my dad was selling the business. He owned the hardware store. So, like any hardware store, uh, they send a lot of the sundries or the small stuff in totes. So, those totes have a cost to them. So, they know that they've sent to Brandon Home Hardware. You know, we've sent you 52,000 totes and you've sent back. Oh, yeah. 51. (laughs) 222, right? Yeah. Uh, so right. And when you're, you're selling a business, you, that's part of your, right. There, there's a cost to those totes and you need to tally them up and you need to either pay for them and create a zero balance before you sell the business. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. I still have some home hardware totes in my house. Please don't come and take them or sue me. Um, but, I mean. They're, I'm sure the statute is up on that. They are awesome storage bins. And at the time, I claim that they're still free because sure as shit, I didn't pay for them. No. Um, and my dad, a lot of years, they were avid uh, campers and portagers, and they stored camping equipment. Yeah. And they stacked, and they were awesome. Yep. So he gets in this big panic because they're selling, and he's like, all the totes have to go back. We've got too many totes. So, right, you know, bought Rubbermaid containers. Um, as a substitute. As a substitute, right? He still owned a hardware store. So, yeah, right, yeah. whatever cost plus 10, whatever they cost him, yeah. But yeah. they weren't free. And um, I bet you they were more expensive than you might think. The
3: Rubbermaid
2: totes? No, no. The, the
1: totes. Uh, oh, the, th-
0: home the, the home hardware ones. Ones. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. And I think that was the shocking yeah. thing. When you start to go, they're like, why the hell are we using these? These are costing <laughs> us like $42. <$42." laughs> yes, that's right. Um, yeah. So, right, he does this purge, the cleaning out. I have been out of their house five years, six years, right? I'm in a full relationship with Michelle. I'm living with Michelle. Yeah. might even be married with Michelle. And my mom's telling the story of, yep, your dad got all antsy and all the home hardware bins have gone back to the hardware store. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) And she's like, and we found one with stuff that belonged to you.
0: (sighs) Oh, yeah. Oh, the famous, uh, you need to come get your stuff stuff. Yeah.
1: And she's like, I didn't really look at it, (laughs) but I put it in a box for you and I would like it out of my house. Yes, mother. Yeah. So over the years, you know, in between high school and college and remembering that when we were young men, the Internet did not exist.
0: No. And that shit was expensive. Thank God.
1: So if you wish to have pornography. Um, you had magazines yeah. and you had VHS, maybe the DVDs if you were a fancy kid. So my mother found my porn stash and proceeded to move it from a hardware tote to a, uh, to a your brown... Your poor mother. Was it <laughs> sticky still? No. No, but... no, I hope... You're
0: you're missing the best part of this, though. Like, you gotta tell them, like, what quantities we're talking about oh, here. Yeah. It
1: was a tote! I mean, yeah. it was a lot. It yeah, was, of it what? Was, uh, of, uh, of, of what? Of maybe, like, you know, maybe there was I, even I, stuff with like you can't like, tell the
0: story without telling the garbage man story on oh, top that, of it
1: that that's that's a follow up that's a follow up so right like right there's there's the you know the the four x l uh not only was it not triple x, it was four x that's how dirty it was and oh, like man. right it was juggaloos and <laughs> right, it was terrible, terrible, but I mean, at that time you bought what you could buy. Yeah, and some of it was you know hand me downs, video some other, store discards. Yeah, some other yeah. guy was like, I can't have this. Uh, my girlfriend's moving in. I'll be like, I was, I was that <laughs> I'll guy. Take it off your hands. Oh, I was that guy for a hundred percent. I was that guy. I'd be like, well, don't throw it out. Yeah, my goodness, <laughs> what are you doing? That, that's got some sort of value to it. <laughs> and I mean, so so proceeded to go to my mom's house, pick up the box, kind of head, held my head down, <laughs> and be like, she's like. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it, right? And she's like, she's trying to have a conversation. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. We're, we're just, I'm going to get it out of the house. The problem's done. So then I bring it home, and Michelle's like, what's that? <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, oh, surprise. surprise. <laughs> it's my porn stash. And she's like, oh, my gosh. So as any young man knows, when you bought a VHS tape, it was not the packaging was not the size of a VHS tape. No, it was gigantic. It, oh, yeah, was, it, was, it was huge, gigantic. gigantic. It was like I a, don't
3: know why. Why was that?
1: I that's think because like, a, like right, well, ideally organic. it was it was advertising. It was how you sold the video because right, then you put the, the pictures, big box. So then they would take screen clips and that would be right. on the outside, and that's how they got the four. They X's. did the same
0: thing with compact discs in the eighties. The compact disc, the yeah, length that, of the packaging, yeah, you are right. They were huge. It was like a yeah. like an eleven inch, like a piece of paper long.
1: So I proceeded to, you know, you're going through the bin, you're like, well, man, I just went and bought like secondhand VHS. cassette tape holders oh yeah 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 this was like the jewel cases yeah yeah Yeah, it would take way less space so i I converted it all to those and you threw out those boxes with all the pictures (laughs) of the big dude i put it in the recycling because it's paper (laughs) because i care about the environment (laughs) that's good right to the curb should have seen and then i put the the plastic the black plastic cases in the plastic. And I think that's back when both they collected on um the same day for both paper and plastic, not like the leapfrog system we've got now, and you saw you should have seen those garbage guys they were so happy, and they're like and the one this guy, the best garbage in a week, <laughs> and it's like the guy that hops off the back picks it up, and he's like. He picks one up and then he's (laughs) waiting at the uh, guy that's driving, right? And he actually got out. He comes back and they're like, I think they're looking for the tapes. They're
3: like, where are the tapes?
1: (laughs) Damn it! And, uh, no tapes. Oh, Um, man. But, yeah, maybe I'll take a picture of the offending box because I believe that's all still maybe hiding out at my house underneath my steps. Maybe we'll take a picture of that and put it up on the socials once this (laughs) this episode is, uh, is, uh, posted and, uh, Everyone can can share in my shame.
3: I feel bad for those garbage men. You got them so excited and then let them down. I'm
1: sure the rest of their day was just. It's like right opening up your lunch and being like, "Oh, tuna fish." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You think it's gonna be Uh, pizza? Great, another peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, that that's my tote story. And uh, the cleaning. So right, if I had had a, a storage unit. Yeah, it could have just, just gone straight it, there. Right it would store, never sure. have been an issue, but I don't. So thus, <laughs> hang my head in shame. I'm one day, s- I'm one sorry. day. So the question don't.
0: I have for you now is: Do you still have a working VCR?
1: I do. Well, oh yeah, I'll, you don't.
0: Oh my God, no, no, no. we we've, really? we've abandoned that technology a few um. years ago. Yeah.
1: I think, too, because our kids—now, I'll be honest, nothing has been put into that, maybe other than the granddaughter's fingers. Well, maybe those tapes need to send off.
0: (laughs)
3: You first, tran- get them trans. I think you should take them to Costco. Oh my and get god! Them and
0: preserve them, them for <laughs> posterity. <laughs> yeah. I
1: hear you uh, do. Uh, there's a guy down off of, of George Street that converts. Right there, you go. He's like, "Yo, dude, I got some memories. I need to put on yeah. DVD. some memories." <laughs> I was, I started those, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, this one's over twenty years old. It's in the public domain. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Right. Oh, but funny. yeah, it's 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 interesting, right? I haven't had, I've had, right? That's one of the things we probably need to purge. Because I don't even yeah. know if, right, we have a VCR, the power turns on, but I don't think we've put a tape in it in a decade.
0: Interesting. People still have them and, and use them and like them. I mean, certainly it's kind of a niche collector market now. But last VCR rolled off the line, it's got to be oh. three years ago or more. Yeah. Right. I remember it was a big news item.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're talking about it. I mean, are they still being produced like in other, like Mexico? Are they being produced in Mexico? No, this was the thing. Like, this it was, was the done,
0: last. Yeah, yeah. Done, yeah. done. Just like uh, the last of the classic Beatles rolled off the line in Mexico. That's so funny. I've seen that. This year? Huh. Uh, A while trip? ago, I thought. It's recent, though.
1: Yeah, within the last three to five. Yeah, yeah, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Anything else exciting, Dave? Other than I bring up another Timmy's morning conversation? <laughs>
3: Not a lot recently because there's just not a lot going on. Your lockdown was good, though. It wasn't too bad because I'm used to not, you know, being out that much and seeing a ton of people working at home. But I did start to like feel a little bit crazy, but it wasn't a big deal. And compared to what some people had to go through, it was not a big deal. I mean,
1: I think here in Bob Cajun, I mean, it, it was pretty simple, and you know, as you say. It wasn't a big change, and I mean, right, we're in a small town anyway, so it didn't change a whole lot for a lot of people. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm naive to it, but I mean, didn't change my sleeping and schedule. I got do a little bit more. No,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it added um, some anxiety and some pressure to me. And
1: uh, Levi managed through. So, so yeah, well, deal- he
3: he he hit got hit more because right. he's a very social, social kid, and being cooped up the way he was that. He was going a little stir-crazy. Like, I was did I he, was really happy when he could finally so spend he opted, some time with a few friends. Yes, and, and
1: he opted to go back. Yeah, this, oh, yeah. yeah so he's back. Absolutely. How did he do with his online learning at the tail end of last year? Not well. We, now, ideally, we got him through it, and yes. he did what he needed to do. But because ideally your mark was not going down, they did not no. penalize you. If they you told
3: were, them that though, which was the dumbest thing. thing. I agree. was like, "Well, yeah, why yeah. do I need to do it? My mark won't go down." Yeah, it's like, oh thanks.
1: So yeah, well, Georgia, you know, and I mean, the teachers she had and the courses she was taking, they were very understanding. And you know, as things progressed, and she started her summer job, and she was starting to find that she was getting busy she i mean right she talked to our english teacher and she's she's like you know i'm kind of finding that i'm running out of time and um i'm busy with work cuz they've called me back right and the guys like well don't worry about your culminating task cuz you've got a good mark and you know what i really appreciate right. your your candor with me and have a great summer right and she was like Oh, cool! <laughs> Later, bitches. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um,
0: you had to imagine though, like the, the people on the other end of that. What kind of pressures that they're facing, you know, at the board level, and and these teachers are probably oh, like, yeah. whatever.
1: Well, at yeah. the, especially going into it. Yeah. Um, I think they did a great job, and I think they did what they could do, and they dealt with the cards they were dealt with.
0: Oh yeah, I agree with you on that. Um,
1: I'm not sure if I'm the back to school here in September. Well. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you know yeah. what i think they're learning a little bit i i kind of giggle that um you know george's bio teacher has been teaching co-op for five yeah. years and has not done a biology yeah. class yeah. but you know what she seemed to learn some stuff and i looked at her notes and i'm like that seems like biology and away you go right but that happens more than you it know probably like perceived. you know
3: phys ed teachers teaching math and like, you, it's oh, yeah. surprising yeah. how all, often that happens. At the
1: end of the day, they all have the credentials to teach. Yes. Um, Wes true. and I kind of were joking we had that, this, yeah, huge. that we could have, um, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's starting to sound like they're more like instructors. And I'm like, well, yeah. I have my uh, instructor's uh, <laughs> certificate. And
0: <laughs> I have my uh, my primary leadership qualification from, right. the, from the military. Well, so,
1: I go. mean, like, right? I could be instructing online. I could exactly. be molding young minds.
0: I could be instructing in class.
1: Could you... Right? Could you imagine? Walking Good morning. In, you My would, name is
0: Master Corporal R. Scott. You would, and in this period you will learn. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they
1: would eat you alive. You oh, know that, sure they right? Of they'd course. be like, "Oh, he be you be that teacher? Like you'd be like Murchison." Ugh. And they'd be whipping you rubbers at you. You guys know Murchison? Of course. Yeah, he was still teaching when we were there. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: So, so how old are you guys? Cuz you know, I don't know what's the difference between your age and my age. Right. Is what so I'm Wes, trying to figure out. I had a birthday.
0: I'm the older of the two of us. I'm at 46.
1: Okay, I'm, and I'm 45. By the way, buddy, happy birthday! Oh, thanks, man. I, I don't, really appreciate that. I don't think I said it on air. Yeah, no, birthday, you didn't. Oh, thank man. you very much. And it was you, a good. And, good and one you're a little year. older, Dave. Yeah, I'll be
0: 54
3: the, in November. Oh, you're
0: already over the hump.
3: Yeah, I'm. So, yeah, I'm over. Dave, the hump. where
0: did, did you go to school in Vellen? Yep, you did. So th- I did. Um, I you, thought
3: Murchison would have blown out by the
1: time you guys no, got man. there. It's funny, right? You think man. everyone says I'm the one that ruined him, but like, right? No, he was still was like, teaching. Sorry, no. f-
0: 54? Yeah. 54, so you're two years older than my brother. So you would have been at school the same year as my brother.
1: Yeah, I, would, yeah. I don't know. i sure
0: brother, who's your brother. Mark, or Scott. Hmm.
3: And it's all a little no, bit we're not of a here to talk about to me, him anyway. You know? There was no. too many, you know, girls with big purses in cars. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> is that what
1: we're calling them now? Big purses? <laughs>
0: yeah. And my brother definitely did not have anything to do with that.
1: Oh, OK. <laughs> but then that, I didn't know him. There's a guy that, you know what? Wonderful man. Who are you talking about? My, Murchison. Oh, 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 yes. Mr. What was Mr. This, Mr. Murchison. Why, what was his first name? Uh,
0: oh, my well, Lord. I, I, Doesn't used to matter. Del- I used to deliver his newspaper. Yeah. I should know this.
1: You know what, and right, having a business in family. Yeah. You know what, dealt with him lots at the hardware sure. store. So good customer. Yeah. Right. So I mean, right, at the end of the day, it's just, you know what, there's definitely, he had a, a little tweak of difference to him. And I mean, as as a yeah. child, yeah. you sense that and you dig right in and right. eat him alive. Like if yeah.
0: this makes you feel any better, like we've been uh, through the yearbooks at your place quite a few times. So Going, it's a good laugh. We dug out my oh, yeah. my mother's yearbooks. And if you go back, uh, <laughs> Bill Craig. Yeah. Bill Craig was yeah. at, at the high school when my mother was a student. Well, right. oh, Farini yeah. right.
1: probably would have been too. Tony. Yeah. yeah. Quite possibly, yeah. He, he's a long yeah. fixture, right? Yeah. yeah Same
0: with Gord. Funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, we've talked about Mac Gownlock. Yeah, I mean, he's been there a yeah, lot yeah. of years. But I mean, like, right? A lot of yeah. the guys we had, you would have had, even oh, yeah. being, yeah, for sure, even being a decade ahead, a decade, Dave. Yeah, I know. Almost that's a decade that's ahead. Yeah. How's that? How old does that make you feel?
3: Oh, I yeah. Yeah, I, like, I don't feel and like our that. children. And are when the, I think of the numbers, yeah. it's like and our children shit. are
1: the same age.
3: I know that's bizarre. <laughs> well, we
1: started a little late, so <laughs> we had shit to do. <laughs> right. That's a very interesting conversation, right? And Levi's at a good age now. You can leave him at home. And, oh, yeah. But I often laugh because, like, right as you hockey, as you go to the arena and you you reconnect with people that you haven't seen in a yes. long time yes, and people you went to high school with, and they're, like, in different points in their life. Right. And this is where, right? I mean, I'm already a grandfather. I've got a 22-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a soon-to-be 16-year-old. And you look at the people, and they're like, man, your oldest child is my youngest child, and you're the same age, and you've got two more younger. I'm like, fuck, you're going to be tired. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I mean right running around like uh, Joe was not a napper this weekend. No, and I was exhausted. Oh I'm like, ma- Come on, just let you and Grandpa will go upstairs. We'll have a nap. It'll be <laughs> yeah. it'll be good. It'll be
3: yeah, good he time. was having no part of it. Yeah, the nap
1: she's thing. like, nah yeah, I'm not. And she kind of like right. And then I've been trying this thing where I lay her down in the crib. Yeah, and I go lay in bed, but I leave the door open so she can see. <laughs> she can me, see you. That I have my eyes closed. Uh, and does it is work? that working? She's a pretty independent child, and sometimes she's pretty good and just kind of jibbers and jabbers. And or it works to for you
0: and that she's contained, and you can still just leave your eyes closed. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, at least yeah. you're horizontal. That's uh, the main thing. But, uh, yeah, it, it makes me laugh. But, yeah, um, now Levi's not, is he 16? Yes. How in long? June. Oh, June. So three. has he gotten his license? Yeah, he's got his license,
3: and he's been terrifying me in the car. And how's that?
1: So I'm really? Ju- I'm
3: just really, like, I always drive. And I hate being a passenger to begin with. So then to have him driving with me as a passenger, it's like, I believe I'm going to die every time I get in the car, which he's not a bad driver in the grand scheme of things, but I just feel very out of control. Right.
1: Um, It's funny because Wes, the other day I pulled into my son's car. (laughs) We were going axe throwing and they all looked at me because I was driving Ethan's car and they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, I wasn't a very good passenger this morning and I I I really felt like my anxiety was up and I'm like, Man, you're going way too fast to go into that corner. And I'm like, I feel like I need to drive his car and get an appreciation for how it feels. That's a good yeah. point. And Ethan even said with me driving home, he's like, Wow, this side really does feel different it than does. the driver's yeah. side. Sure and I'm like, I think that's my problem. And I don't wanna be that guy that's overly critical. But if you're used to,
3: like, do you, 99% of the time, you drive, right? Michelle is the driver in our relationship. Oh, really? Yes. So you're used to being a passenger, yes. but you just couldn't handle it in not his with, car.
1: Not with him in his okay. car. Okay. Huh. I think I'm just, I'm too connected to that, or I just, he makes me nervous, or I don't think he's a good driver subconsciously.
0: At the same time, though, you've got way more experience as a passenger with your wife yes. than you do with him
1: and she's yeah, mint.
3: she's 100 well, she's it. a bus driver yeah. for heaven's sake. right so i mean that's exactly Dave. we have and this conversation you know where yeah. your
0: your wife is a professional driver and your son is not and i was talking to ethan that yep. night and I, and he was sort of saying how you were having, <laughs> having some problems <laughs> and i'm trying to be like tactful i'm like well you know maybe it's because your dad's used to you know having his hands on the wheel and you know it can be <laughs> can be anxious for people that you know who yeah. don't drive
1: and or it who, can be who hard it can be hard yeah So now, have you committed to be the teacher
3: versus Mary? No, but I'm usually the one that's in the car with him. Right. So it just turns out to be me. But I'm hoping that they're going to get him out like he did that driver training, right? Right. So I'm hoping that that's going to happen soon so she can be the one who's terrified with him and teach him how to drive. Because the difference is, like we were talking about this the other day, Mary and I, that... Like we both grew up on farms. We drove tractors, we drove trucks, and everything all around our our hundred acre farmland. You
1: had an understanding of
3: the that, like when we were twelve or
1: ten, we started doing that, right? I lack that, and that still makes me nervous as as a learner. Having four wheelers scare the shit out of me. Snowmobiles scare the shit out of me. Even when I began driving. Oh, I was so, okay, so
3: when you started driving, had you really no. ever driven before? No, right. I was so we've driven for years. Yeah. So we already knew how to drive. And I'm saying he's never driven. He doesn't have a clue. We have to actually teach him. You can't just put him in the car and say, Okay, drive. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know
1: the all the rules and the things the that nuance, we right? just take for granted. So we've been allowing Georgia to like back down the driveway at her grandma's and things like that. And oh eight. that's
0: a good driver to
2: practice oh right it's nice yeah, and it's long, long. <laughs> it's got a, a
1: three-point turn yep. spot it's, yeah. it's good but good it's practice. funny too because it's like don't look at the camera when you're backing Oh it. yeah use, your, use mirrors. your mirrors our last two kids we didn't have a vehicle that had that yeah. so it was like you had to use your mirrors only and, now and now george is like one. she's driving and she's like yeah music, she, first thing she does when she gets in the in the car the music a hundred
3: percent grabs the yeah. and do you allow that then cuz I'm struggling like Levi of course wants to have music and I I want to be like no music. Yeah.
1: For what we're doing, uh, I mean it's probably going to be different when we're on the road, but when we're just kind of do I mean I'm a bad dad and you you should be worried cuz you park at the arena parking lot, I let her kind of boot around the uh <laughs> parking lot from time to time. We've done some figure eights in that parking cool. lot. Cool. And right, I mean put your music on if it relaxes you or whatever. And I mean,
0: as a former driver instructor, there's a difference of opinion on that. I mean, you can say no music, but eventually you're not going to be in that seat with them. Right. And what are they going to do? So, right. Some would say, you know, there's an argument to be made for, you know, reasonable volume because you know, there's a teaching point there where they still have to be able to hear emergency vehicles. Yes. So maybe you do let them have the music on, but you like you say, keep it quiet, right?
1: Right. I'll be I'll be right as a, a volunteer in twenty years there's yeah. definitely people you pull up on behind them. And no they clue are oblivious. Yep, no clue. Yeah. They're not checking their mirrors, nope. they're not hearing it, right? And you and then you pass them in the truck, in yep. the fire truck. That's not a quiet vehicle. Nope. And you can Hear the bass, oh, for sure, oh, yeah, beer, like yeah, permeating yeah, yeah. up into the cab, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, how their
3: eardrums aren't blown. I don't know, you've I can feel the bass yeah. vibrating through my sure, body as sure I can. walk by. How I'm are, sure there's how damage, are they done. not damaging their ears, yeah, right. And there's also, like, you know, if somebody puts on their brakes and the tire squeal ahead of you, and you don't hear that. You then don't you know. can't react as rapidly. You have to wait till you visually see it. Like, there's lots of reasons. But you're right. If they're going to put it on anyway, you're better yeah. to teach them how to do it
1: and in a good way. You know, appropriate way that's volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. You know, you set it up, you yeah. get it started, and once you put that vehicle in drive, you don't touch it again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, not encouraging any kind of distracted driving or anything like that, but yeah, yeah.
3: No looking at the girls oh. uh, dri- as <laughs> you're yeah. driving by. We just about rear-ended somebody. He's like, I see his head turning. There's this. What are you looking at? Girl's uh, going God. down the sidewise oh. Like, stop! Okay, you can't do that. You're gonna
1: rear end
0: the car. Dad, it's called situational awareness. Yeah, <laughs> sure. wrong situation, be sure. yeah. Happy
1: that I noticed that. Yeah, look at right. me. I'm I'm doing two things at once. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. So and then, I, I think another time you were telling me you were trying to um, get some frogs across the border.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were gonna like ju- that didn't that didn't totally didn't work out. Did not. Yeah. So I, ideally,
2: yeah. Uh, I'm going to
0: assume that got shut down before you got to the border.
3: Well, no, I was trying to get them shipped. So I'm really interested in like cutting edge technologies. Sure, sure. And so I was learning a lot about gene editing. Yes, and CRISPR technology where they can, you know, either cut out a gene or add a gene, and
0: okay, so, I, I got to stop you for yeah, a second because yeah, yeah. when Scott told me, <laughs> you thought
1: I was a- talking about crispy squares, didn't you? No, uh, no you said did, CRISPR. Yeah, so he I said CRISPR. He's like
0: CRISPR technology. I'm like the drawer in the refrigerator. <laughs> the CRISPR, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Right. No. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. So yeah. Please, so it's really please enlighten me because I find this fascinating. unbelievably
3: cool, yeah. man. Um, like the things that are happening, whether you know some people don't like, uh, genetic modification, et cetera. It's all that aside. The stuff that they have figured out to do is so cool. So, the very simple explanation is: is there's a particular protein called Cas9 sure. that actually you can give it the specifics and it will go to the DNA of a cell and it will yeah. snip out a part of the DNA, the exact part that you yeah. tell it to. Really? Yeah. And That's then you can have it insert a different piece
0: Interesting. in as
1: well. See that leads very much into what I did today. You I, got bit, you got bit by a radioactive spider. I did not get bit by a radioactive uh. spider. I had I had a lovely conversation with the genetics lab at PRHC. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, uh, if you're not aware, um, I got the fancy word for it. I have hypertropic cardiomyopathy. Myopathy. Myopathy. Thank you, Wes welcome so ideally right uh my left ventricle muscle is enlarged please don't tell my uh mortgage company they do not know i have a heart condition <laughs>
2: what we can't tell them
0: scotty's got a big heart yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, ideally when i uh,
1: remortgaged i didn't know i was not diagnosed i am now diagnosed so when i go to re-mortgage, it's gonna cost me more but that's really? okay um but yeah it, it's it's cool and then they talk about um sure did a little family history yep. and kind of do the breakdown and then kind of ask about some situational things with you. And they're like, okay, well, if you want to, you know, we'll we'll book you some blood work and we'll take two vials. We'll send yep. it off to Ottawa and we'll 23 and me you and uh, we'll get back to you in 12 weeks and we'll be able yeah, to tell yeah, you yeah. if your heart condition is genetic or if your heart condition is just something that has come along through just natural selection yeah right which is cool right because uh, and then she's like right you got right 19 genes it could be or you know the uh, and then if it's two bad genes and i'm like oh i don't want the two bad genes right and she's like well ideally <laughs> no but i mean she broke it down That's really cool. simplified it and you know that it's a dominant trait and yeah. it's a 50 50 chance that i can pass it on to the kids and then if i actually come back genetic that maybe my parents should get tested and then let their siblings know. Sure, it was a really cool conversation. But as That's you say, cool. um, but this is this is the part, right? And at the tail end, she's like, "So we're either going to know you have it, you don't, or you're going to be an enigma." So in all this, you know, millions of of versions of people's genetic material that they've sampled and yeah. looked at, there's still a uniqueness that they haven't categorized the missing in, link man and the human genome right, right. yeah of that course. Um, and she says basically right we just um we'll put you, put your case on the shelf and we'll review it in three years and see what's going on
0: if something's right. come up yeah that's new, that,
1: that's new or different yeah, yeah. or somebody's done a study and right so, i mean it's like right as you say Well, and
3: this next step, though, is, oh, you have that gene that causes this. Let's edit that out. Cut it out. You know, they're doing that. There's certain types of blindness, childhood blindness that comes on and that can and has been um, Reversed. reversed. Wow. Using CRISPR. Right. Editing. And it's, you know, they're already doing it on a few very select situations it has to be approved by a judge it has to go through a lot of stuff to make this happen but it's totally possible
0: so wait i don't want to sound like an idiot but where's the leading center for this technology like are we talking north america the uk
3: um other it's all it's been all over the place and there's been a lot of it's hard to know like where the coolest stuff is coming from because the You know, anyone who does anything a little rogue gets all the attention. Like there was a there was a guy in Russia who did groundbreaking work and then got thrown in the gulag basically because he broke all the rules. Right. And he thought, yeah, but I did this cool groundbreaking thing. And now, you know, and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, that's cool. Thanks. But you're still going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But a lot of it is in the US, but it's just mired in all the political, ethical questions right. surrounding it, well, right? Well, I mean, on
0: some level, isn't everything political? Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
3: Right. But the frogs. Yes. So there was a really cool experiment to be able to make frogs grow uh, a greater amount of muscle mass. So you okay. can basically... Turning on their growth gene yeah, yeah. so that they would grow super muscular and could jump really high. Really? So, right, Dave
1: was gonna like start a frog <laughs> racing. Uh... Yeah,
3: so I wanted to, I wanted to do that test, but getting the stuff was just too hard to get it across the border. I and guess so. I gave up on that. I had to, I had to go with making um, bacteria glow green. Right, and that was very cool. But that's the lim- that's all I've been able to do. Right.
0: And your so. kids win the science fair every year.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right.
3: I never thought of that.
1: But I- you know, at the end of the day, it caught my attention that, you know, Why I mean wouldn't that's it? how many months ago? That's more than six months, seven months. And it's like that's stuck in my head as a yeah, a good morning conversation with Dave. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. he's like, Yeah, I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, What's CRISPR? What's like, CRISPR? What do I and have this conversation at Tim Hortons? and that it sticks that i can bring it up today.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's a perfect place to have it because then you get everybody in the line going, what the fuck is
1: with what that? What are they talking about? Frogs crispers. They've got frogs pop. in their crispr? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, i, I mean it, it's very entertaining and uh, i've always enjoyed our our morning conversations, Dave.
0: <laughs> going back to your thing though, with the yeah. blood thing. I would yeah. love. I would love to get all my all the blood markers mapped out to know like that like to have I can't remember the, the company that did it, but those guys that did like the, the blood work on Ozzy Osbourne and, and yep. figured out that he's connected to uh, Cro-Magnon man. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> yeah, directly. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, so especially as, as a kid from a, an adoptive parent, you know, where I have one adoptive parent who was very tight-lipped about where they came from. Like, sure, there's ancestry and all that stuff. But I mean, it's not the same as like, no, here's where your genetic markers say you come from. Right. I would love to know that.
1: Man, maybe we sh- you should, you know, I'll get it for you for Christmas. Twenty three and Me.
0: We can do an episode,
1: and then read back our markers and tell us. Yeah, yeah,
0: that'd be a great, uh, great reveal for a podcast.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool that you can. Maybe we'll do it on an
0: episode of Shots. Shots.
3: (laughs) The fact that you can know that you're, you know, predisposed to certain things, or that you're most certainly going to, yeah. Have something go wrong, you can take action in yeah. advance. Yeah, you you know? well,
1: that's a hundred percent. And the girls like, do you want to get the blood work done? I'm like, of course I do. Yeah. I, yeah, You know, my children, my grandchild. I'm like, even to think going the other direction, if I could give my aunts and uncles a yeah. heads up yes. that you know there's a possibility that you have a heart condition. Yep, and you can share that with your, your children. Yeah, and for Your sure. grandchildren. Yeah. See,
0: and that's where I got stonewalled when when my mother was still alive. My mother being the child, an adopted child, who knew where she came from, who had access to her adoption records, was very very tight-lipped about that stuff. And Ah. I don't know if it was because of a sense of betrayal or what it was, but I can remember going to my mother in my early 20s and say, listen, I know that you're adopted and I know that my dad is not my real dad, so... You know, is there some way that we can have this conversation about where you come from? Because this has the potential to affect me and, and my right. kids down the road. And my mom was so not capable of having that conversation. Really? And it we never had it,
1: you know. And it's interesting, hmm. right? Yeah. And I, I talked to my parents the other day and, you know, they're still around. And I was like, so I'm doing this genetic test. Can I yeah. do that, like, right? And remind me. Of you know you know yeah I know my my grandpa Family died history. at this yeah. time but I can't remember you know was it oriented to the cancer or right. was it oriented that he you know died of a complication because of right. the cancer and you know what did this grandparent die of and what did this grand I mean the lady at the uh, on the phone was amazed because I told her that um, our great grandmother on my mother's side was like 104. And she's like, no. I'm like, for sure. And she's yeah. like, what would she die of? I mean, like being stubborn and old. <laughs> um, right. And she busted her hip at 102 and was too lazy to to do, to do? rehab. Oh, my. And, I'm, and that's what I, I said. It. I'd yeah, be right? too lazy then, I'd too. Be like, you know what? If <laughs> Helen doesn't want to get out of bed to go to rehab, let her stay in bed. Exactly. I guess. But um, yeah. So, I mean, God bless that lady. And um, yeah. It, it, but yeah, she was amazed at that. And she's like, but there's always those questions you know anyone in your family just dropped dead and i'm like nobody's dropped dead we knew they were dying
0: <laughs> yeah we had we had tons of notice
1: yeah and yeah. right they hung on too long so sure. she's like oh that's all good and yeah all these conversations and then she's you know they start asking you about you know how's your general health and i'm like well i'm fat <laughs> she's like well good okay. icebreaker yeah 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 but uh, yeah all good but uh Yeah, we pitter and patter and got through that and got through another day of retail, so that was exciting. Excellent.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, in other news, uh, I'll just throw (laughs) a quick shout-out to uh, our sister show, Fandom Power. Uh, If you haven't, uh, by the time this goes up, we'll be a few episodes into that, so make sure you check out our uh, new little sub show we're working on. It's uh, Fandom Power Presents The Fandalorian, where you can tune in and check out uh, our weekly reactions to uh, each new episode of The Mandalorian as it uh, airs on Disney Plus
1: this so October. This, is, this so, is your opinion.
0: Yeah, coming uh, nice. October 31st. So, so they'll
1: so. all be excited?
0: Yeah, so the, uh, well, I'm <laughs> hoping so. Episode one was so I good. am so episode hoping so. Was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think what's going to happen is. uh, <laughs> yep. Episodes are going to air on Friday nights. So, uh, the intent is I'm going to watch the episode at least, well, hopefully twice. And then uh, Saturday morning, I'm going to get up and come down here and I'm going to, uh, do a uh, reaction show on, uh, you know, sort of thoughts and feelings about that episode and where we think the show is going. So like in the AM, yeah. yep, quite possibly. I have to work wow. that out with, uh, with the co-host and I'm still working on getting a third voice for that one. So. And yeah. you're
1: gonna get up in the a.m.
0: Yes. If, okay. I, if, if, if I set if I set an alarm, yeah. if I set an alarm, I can be diligent about it.
1: Wonderful. Yes. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> you're excited to see if I can keep a timing.
2: <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'll uh,
1: I'll do a drive by and be like, mm, didn't look like it happened today. Yeah. I, um, November first. <laughs> I'll drive by and be like, no, Wes. <laughs> then i'll send you a little wake up text
0: oh well thank you and i'll (laughs) you won't get it on my phone because i keep the ringer off (laughs) so one of our uh, traditions here on uh hanging at the barbershop dave is uh you got any uh side projects going on you want anybody to know about
3: no well i well you know i review the latest episode of gilmore girls every uh sundown i I don't (laughs) have anything going on other than just selling pet stuff but I sell it in the U.S., so. Are you uh, not
0: in the Canadian market? No, we are not. Okay.
3: No, we uh, we are not able to get it approved. Health Canada is a total stickler. Wow. And uh, even though it's all just essential oils yeah. based, they voodoo won't witchcraft. Rip- yeah. Oh, yeah. Voodoo Wishcraft. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we sell exclusively in the U.S. and so we can't sell it here, unfortunately, which. I'm well, I'd like to say, say that at some
0: change. point we're going to have a U.S.-based audience. So why don't you tell people where they can find you? Anywhere? Yeah. All
3: right. It's uh, truly sensible dot com. And uh, yeah, check it out,
1: man. Thanks so much for coming, Dave.
3: Yeah. Well, next time, you know, you have to have me back next time because we didn't get to Bonobo Chimps or Human
1: Cheese. Oh, you had so many pre-talkers. We're going (laughs) to talk about Alanis Morissette. Oh, and Alanis. Yeah. Which is very interesting. She likes to sue people. We're going to talk about Twinkies. Yeah, Twinkies. How they're always disappointing. You think? Well, listen, we're
0: gonna do a cooking episode, and I've already picked out a recipe for that. So we should bring Twinkies in on that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, and Dave can be our test. Yeah, of course he can. Sure, sure. Ketchup cake.
0: The great Canadian ketchup cake. Ketchup cake. That
3: sounds. That sounds like it could be good. Well, It sounds
1: like it could be good. I guess maybe we should cut it there. Yeah,
0: right. well, again, Dave, thanks so much for wanting no. to come out and Thank hang out you. and do this with us. We always appreciate the support. That was and, fun. And uh, hope to talk to you again sometime soon. Awesome. Well, Scotty, that's it for me. All right. Talk to you later. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the Barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the Barbershop is a sockcast production.